can hear you. What up, what up, Wholesale 2 Million family? We're back with another subscriber first wholesale deal interview. And today, my man, I got Jonathan on. He's only 18, closest first wholesale deal and made 6,500 bucks. So I'm going to have him share with you guys the exact process of how he did it. So you can copy, duplicate, do the same thing. No sales pitch. Get your pen and your paper ready and let's rock and roll. Put your hand, put your thumbs together. Smash that thumbs up for me and welcome. Jonathan, what's going on, bro? Good, good. How about yourself? Good, man. Hey, uh, so where are you based out of, dude? I am in Gre Greer, Greenville, South Carolina. So the upstate of South Carolina. Nice, man. Okay, so South Carolina, 18, right? Yes, sir. And um, Jonathan, how long did it take you to close that first wholesale deal, man? Uh, well, I got it under contract. And then ever since I got it under, it took me almost it took me two and a half months to get it under contract and once it was under contract we closed in about um three and a half weeks something like that so yeah boom and dude how do you feel man i mean proof of concept right i knew it was possible it's just like now i actually have it under my belt right and it's just ready to move forward and continue <laughs> you know man um what you just said there dude is perfect because a lot of times you like you see people Right. Cause so I think there's two types of people, right? So when they see people like this, right, just me interviewing you, they said it's fake, too good to be true, can't happen, it's illegal, fraud, all of that, right? Scammer. And then yep. there's the other person that's like, wow, this is real, but can I do it? Right. Like, can I actually do it? And until you actually close your first deal, you always have that belief where, you know, maybe it is not for me. And then once you obviously you're able to close it, then now it's not a belief, but it's become reality. Like I can actually exactly. do this. Yep, so yep. Jonathan, for those that don't know you, man, let's go ahead and give us a little background about, cause obviously you're just 18, man. So give us a little story, bro. Okay. Uh, so to start to the beginning, even before real estate, um, I was in school and I actually did dual enrollment. So I tried, I tried going ahead and doing college and uh in my basically it was 11th grade i was trying to do college and i was in classes and i realized that it wasn't that what i wanted to do with my life i loved what i was doing but i didn't like the whole concept it was not for me at this time so i quickly realized that i need to do something and i need to start something to build something for myself right i need to figure mm -hmm. something out that'll let me reach financial freedom and get to where i wanted to be so Google search after Google search, how do you make money online, things like that. I tried a crap ton of stuff. I tried drop shipping, right? I tried trading. I tried all of that, the whole nine yards. Um, and it took, it took like two or three years. In the meantime, during this whole time, I had my landscaping business that was growing and I still have it. It's growing, right? Every single year. Um, and during that whole time, what I'm trying to get at is there was something going on in your mind and my mindset was changing. And I didn't realize it at the time. I didn't know why I was failing in drop shipping. I didn't know why I was failing in trading and things like that. But it was because of the mindset. And then through Google searches and things like that, I came across wholesaling. Uh, I educated myself, um, saw that it was possible, partnered up with a local wholesaler who gave me like straight tips, you know, uh, that's here in the area. And, and when, when I seriously started it in three months, I got to where I am now. So, yeah. Jonathan, dude, congrats, bro. I am so happy for you, man. And I love seeing other people's win. 
especially the people that, you know, willing to put in the work, they hustle, they grind, they work their butt off, right? Um, yep. So, man, so much respect for you at the age of 18, dude. When I was 18, right, I was lost, confused, overwhelmed, didn't know what my life was going to be like. I just went and got a regular J-O-B, dude. You have that entrepreneur mind, you know, it seems like you have that entrepreneur within you already, right? Yeah, I mean, it, it's constantly a work in progress. I'm not pretending like I'm where I want to be. But, you know, I'm on that path and I'm learning and trying to work on my mind and all that every single day, you know, so. Good for you, man. So, hey, I want to ask a little bit about the landscape business, dude. How long you have yeah. that? Uh, three years, actually. We're about to go on our fourth year next year, so. Wow. And how did you start that, dude? So, I didn't, I honestly didn't start it. I had a neighbor across the street. I was mowing my own lawn, you know, doing chores. Yeah. Uh, and I had a neighbor from across the street. Uh come to me and he's like, can you mow my lawn? I'll pay you for it. And I was like completely thrown off guard, right? It's that fear of the unknown that we all face in any business. Uh, yeah, I'll do it, but I don't know how much to charge. I literally don't know everything. But I did say yes. I said, yes, I went, I figured it out and I got it done. And ever since then, you know, business has been like doubling to where we even do mulch jobs and retaining walls and things like that. But it was like, you realize that constant growth, right? And like that exponential curve. And that's how it started. It started by somebody asking me to mow their lawn and it just grew from there. Nice, bro. You, you see, man, to me, man, I think a lot of millennial nowadays, dude, it's like, it's, you know, I, the people that said, hey, I can't find a job because the whole COVID, because you don't try hard enough. All right. You don't look outside the box. I think a lot of people um, also, when they lose their job, they let the ego, you know, people that are in college, I think people that are book smart in college, a lot of you, your ego is holding you back. Oh, I'm too good to do that. I'm too good to go mow people's grass. I'm too good to go wash your car. I'm too good to go clean toilet. Dude, but you're not good to get in that money, dude. You know exactly, what I'm saying, man? Exactly. Yep. So they let that's, the ego. That's how I made Go ahead. No, no, no. Uh, you go ahead, bro. That's how I started making money and saving money to start everything else, to start dropshipping and any other venture. That's how I started making money and saving money by getting on my hands and knees and changing people's mulch and mowing lawn. So you have to do the dirty work too. Dude, hell yeah, man. I think, you know, uh, a lot of, you know, uh, just like Amazon, like, you know, Amazon and stuff, like he started back when, you know, he was working out of his garage, right? And it's just, yep. and it's just built up. And, and I see people, man, like what they do is when they go and they start a business, right? They want to get all the top nice equipment, rent the biggest, nicest office space when they got no money. They should have taken that money, man, and invest into their business, right? Into marketing, like into whatever it is, right? Buy that equipment, yep. buy that tools, right? But instead, they rather look good. You see, so we're going to get into real estate here. And obviously I'm going to have Jonathan sharing with you guys the whole entire deal, but I want to also talk a little bit about business. Cause a lot of you, you know, you're starting out and you want to get into business, but what you're doing is you're going for the look you want to match, right? When you get no money, you want it to look good. For example, you know, um, I have a family member, right? They want to open up a restaurant, have no business experience in restaurant, have no money. And guess what? Instead of going and start a food truck, right? Get a food truck, man. Just get a, a, a food truck, park it somewhere, right? Yeah. See if people like your food, make that money, get that money, and then work your way up to the ladder. Get that small restaurant and build a bigger one, right? Take that. So, so here's another, 
another example, a lot of you getting into social media, right? You want to build your personal brand. You buying all this nice equipment when you, when you don't have the money, I'm not talking about the people that have the capital, right? But, but instead what you do is you go get a loan. You go get a loan. Like, like, don't do that, dude. Like, like even my YouTube, my dude, all straight from my laptop, all from my phone until up to today. And then, you know, then you get the money, then you build your team, then you get the nice equipment, the nice stuff to take your, your, you know, your game to the next level. But it's always one step at a time. You can't just go from zero and then jump to a hundred, man. So anyways, that's business aside, Jonathan, let's talk about your, um, let's talk about your first wholesale deal, man. So you want to walk us through like exactly how you found the seller from that to finding the buyers and close on it, bro. Okay. Yeah. Uh, so to start off, um, I I started going to meetups, to local meetups in in the Good. in the area, and we found um, I we found because my parents they're relators, right? They're relators, um, okay. and you know they're familiar with the area. But I was taking a look at like the whole aspect, you know, of real estate. Um, I saw what it takes to be a real estate agent. It really didn't make it, I didn't like it at all, yeah. to be honest. Um, not that it's bad, you know, it works. It works just as good as wholesaling or anything else. Just not my cup of tea, basically. Uh, but we started going to investor meetups. I went there and we came across a super, super good dude here in the area. Uh, he's been here for a long time, established wholesaler. He, you know, he brings in money and he's down to earth. He helps people. My point is I got in touch with him uh, and we sat down, we had coffee and I was like, look, this is what I want to do. Uh, and he saw that I was serious, that I'm not wasting his time. And he basically, he didn't, he didn't just feed me information without seeing me work, seeing me work or stuff like that. I had a lot of stuff that I had to figure out by myself and YouTube, but he said, do this, go drive for dollars. Um, and after you get 300, 300 to 500 addresses, send mailers every two weeks. So uh, send a direct mail every two weeks. Um, I went, I drove for dollars. Um, did almost about eight found about 800 properties and i sent in two times i split it up in a way where i basically sent 800 pieces of mail right and out of those 800 pieces of mail i had people calling me back right so i was watching the uh cold calling hot seat right i was <laughs> learning how to i was learning how to answer how to be prepared and not be caught off guard whenever people Never people calling because they call you when you're anywhere, right? You're yep. out with friends and they're calling you and you pick up the phone and you close on them if you can yep. close on them, right? So uh, I had people calling me and it was, you know, there were a lot of people that, you know, were, you know, wasting my time or not really sure. wasting my time. For me, it was a learning experience. Good. But they were calling me. I was talking to them and I started to realize what a motivated seller is supposed to look like. I realized how they answered to you and things like that. Yep. So I was starting, I was starting to pick them out and I found, um, there was like three of them that happened like all at the same time. I got the first one under contract. Um, and then they all like happened one after another. So I had like three going on at the same time. But, uh, the first one that I ended up closing on, it was a tired landlord, right? He wanted to, he had this property for a really long time. It wasn't in super bad shape at all, but he just wanted, you know, to liquidate his assets. Um, and he didn't want to deal with the realtor, didn't want to deal with anything. And so I went, I saw the house after we talked on the phone. And then I took pictures, you know, talked with the whole stuff, figured out the number. And then I took him out to, I took him out to lunch. 
Um, and I presented in the offer. Uh, and the way I did that was I educated the seller. I was very super, I was super transparent. This is how much they house itself for in that area. Um, and this is how I found that out. This is how much we need to spend on repairs and everything. This is the price we need to be at, you know? And he's like, okay, let me think about it. He, um, it was a little bit, I, I, at one point I was scared that I wasn't able, you know, to get it under contract because he wouldn't really answer. He was being a little bit distant, but then he was like, okay, I'm ready. And then we met up again, we negotiated and got it down um, at 118,000. Uh, and that's how I got the first deal locked up. The wholesaler that I work with, um, I mean, he's an investor. He does wholesales and he keeps properties for himself, right? But the wholesaler that I work with said, you get the deals and I have, he he's, has a huge network and a solid network. He has like the top buyers in this area that are willing to pay the top dollars for the property. He's like, I'll take care of the disposition. And of course it comes at a price because he mentored me, you know, and things like that. So we did split the deal, you know, half, half. Um, and even with that, I still made six and a half thousand on the first one that we closed, but got it under contract. We had showings for the buyers and we, we sold it for 131. So, uh, and when you split that in half, I get my six and a half, he gets his six and a half. And that was the first one. And then the week after that, we closed on two more. So yeah. Nice bro. Okay. So okay so now my question for you is when you meet the seller jonathan does he doesn't doesn't the seller questions how young you are yes i had people who were like well you look i look even a little bit younger than 18 to, to some people right yep. um and even on the phone some of them are you know who are you things like that yep. um I show them what I do because of my landscaping business. I have a Facebook page. I have my uh, business on Google. Sure. And then the wholesaler that I work with, uh, since we work so closely together and he's mentoring me, he's allowing me to use his website, you know, as, cred as credibility. Gotcha. And if you talk to people and you're super down to earth, super honest and transparent, not trying to hide anything that you do, especially if they're motivated sellers, they will understand. And if you put yourself at the same level with the seller, just, you're trying to make an honest living just like they are. It's just, this is the job that I picked. This is what I like to do. It's not easy, but this is what I do. And it's something honest, right? If you explain that, if you educate the seller and you have those, a few pieces of credibility and you're honest, people will trust you no matter the age, your accent, how you look like, you know, it's just a matter of being down to earth, super honest and transparent with those people. So. Wow, dude. Good, bro. I like that, man. Okay. So next question is, you did say that, hey, you know what? I learned how through talking to a lot of sellers, I learned how to pick out the, the motivated, how they sit. So now people want to know, so how does, so how does motivated seller sound like, dude? Um, you know, people, when they call you or when, when they call you, they're always a little bit hesitant, right? They're mm -hmm. scared. They don't, they, there's no trust built. There's no credibility, right? There's no yep. rapport. So they're super, super cold. Um, when you start opening up to them and say, yeah, 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 I sent that, you know, how's your day going? If you take a second after you find out what their name is, you know, and things like that, take a second, say how your day is. Sometimes at that moment, you can realize how willing somebody is to talk to you and how motivated they are because they'll be like, oh, you know, this happened and that happened and things like that. And immediately, you know, mm -hmm. flags go up and you start sifting through your mind or some of them are like, good, you know, and they immediately warm up. 
Um, and it's just that starting with that question. And then after that, you just ask very simple questions, you know, like besides the right price, why, why are you even looking to sell this property? It's a good property. Why are you looking to sell it? And these people will, will start explaining to you without you having to dig into these details. They'll just start pouring and you're going to rack up 15, 20 minutes on the phone with the seller. And it's going to be 15 minutes of that. They're going to tell you, oh, this person died. And then I grew up in this house and things like that. And you're going to know there's motivation mm. just based off of how much they talk and how the, I even had people cry on the phone with me explaining about, you know, their properties, yep. but that that's how you realize if somebody's motivated or not. So. Gotcha. Yeah. Cause a lot of times what it is, is when you're first starting out, you know, you haven't talked to much, you know, sellers. So it's hard for you to see, it's hard for you to qualify, which is motivated, which is not. But after you talk, after you talk for a while, you make enough calls, you start to realize, Oh, this is not a motivated seller. I don't need to spend a bunch of time on it. I need to get straight to the point, ask them what they want for the property and boom, and then just move on to the next one because really it's a numbers game. So you guys got to keep that in mind. So now, Jonathan, so you got on a contract for 118, uh, bro. What was the rehab? What's the estimated rehab? Um, so it was it was a light rehab, except except the fact that it needed to be um, it needed to be the roof needed to be changed. But yep. we estimated them at about 25 to 30 K. OK, OK. And then you said so 25 to 30 K. And what's the ARV on the property? 180. Okay, so 180, you got on the contract for 118, estimated repairs 20K, and you sent it out to your buyer for how much? Uh, we sent it out actually for 129,000. Wow, okay. So you sent it out for 129. Now this number looks really tight. So whoever buying this property, I wanna know about the end buyer. Are they buying it to live in? Are they buying it to rent out? Yeah, so we we... We sort of got a little bit lucky. It's not lucky. It's just because we had this huge network of people, we were yep. able to put it in front of hundreds of people. So all sorts of people were there to see it. Um, the people actually bought it. It was uh, older, a little bit older couple. They were investors, but they were buying it for their son. Uh, they bought houses for their children. And they were, it was like in that area that they were all living in. And mm -hmm. it was a, it was in an, an amazing area. So the area is constantly growing like crazy where... Uh, where that house was and they actually bought it to fix it and give it to their son so ah gotcha so for those of you who who's watching it and listening to this you know if you take if you follow the formula if you take 180 minus 30 if you take 180 minus 30 percent so that puts you at 126 if you minus 20k in rehab that puts you at 106 so that's typically Typical real estate investor, the savvy one, the buy the, that one thirty percent discount, they need to be at one oh six. But Jonathan and his partner is able to, you know, sell this property at one twenty nine. We sold it at one thirty one. I'm I'm sorry, oh. one thirty one. Yeah, but we we sent it out at one hundred twenty nine. We got more than what we asked for. Wow. Okay. And, and now the thing is. You, so you guys got to understand there's different types of buyers and you guys, and, and this happened to me too. And, and it seemed like you happen to find buyers that's willing to pay retail, you know, because they're not looking to make a profit. They're looking to fix it up the property, live in it, you know, next couple of five years or so, you know, they figured that they're going to get some nice equity in there. Plus, uh, you know, so their whole thing is they're not looking for a major discount. 
you know, after they fix the property up, if they get some sweat equity in there, 10, 20, 30,000, whatever it is, they're happy with that. Yeah. And, and if you're able to connect with those buyers and how I found them um, is through most of my retail, kind of the, the buyer that pays top dollar is typically through um, agent with realtors. So is that is that where this buyers uh, came from, Jonathan? Yeah. So um, the guy it looked like he owned a brokerage, so he was a realtor, and we actually had a few realtors come and check it out. Nice. Um, and I'm glad that you ran those numbers like that because we actually needed the top, no matter what, we needed to be at a hundred ten thousand. Uh, we needed to lock it up at a hundred ten thousand, like max, 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 and that's pushing it, you know. Right. Uh, but. We real because of the area. So if you know your areas, I I work in local areas. So I, I drive by the places that I drive for dollars by. You know, I drive by them every single day. Um, it was a super super hot area with stores next to it, things like that. That's like just it's booming. You know, it's booming like crazy. Nice. So we knew that even even if we get it at a hundred twenty, you know, it's yeah. worth putting it under contract and finding a retail buyer because we knew we could probably do that. But we actually had a few realtors come out and check it out uh, because it was not like a super, super investor deals. But because of the area, it was somebody that, you know, it's still at a great discount, but it's not like a savvy investor deal. So, yeah. Right. No, um, dude, um, bro, Jonathan, that is a good point. And you guys got to understand, the more you understand your buyers and the more you understand your market, which means, you know, which is the hot area, which is not a hot area, you're able to put more property under contract because you're willing you can come in paying the seller higher price, knowing that, hey, you know what? This is a super hot, hot, hot market. I know that, you know what? It doesn't follow the formula, but I know that I can probably end up finding a retail buyer for the property if I network hard enough. Okay, so take that in consideration, you guys. Just an FYI. You know, that's why when most people, when they're starting out, they're not getting as, as much deals because they don't know that these investors that have been in the game, these wholesaler been in the game for a long time, they know, right, their buyer, right, because they have a, a large network of buyers. They know how much they can actually push to, like, the max offer. Like, maybe you can only, you know, you can only do it at 110 or 115, but, you know, the one that's been in the game for a long time, they can offer the seller a lot higher because they have, they know that they can get X amount because they know the market that well. Now, um, Jonathan, so you got the buyer locked in. Walk, the buyer walked through the property. Um so how much did the buyer put down as far as the, the uh, non-refundable? Non-refundable, I think, um, I looked at the, he, the other wholesaler took part of it, but I think it was about $3,000 non-refundable. Okay, gotcha. And then you guys just, okay. And now how do you find, uh, obviously you got a local um, wholesaler that, that you work with. And um, I guess you guys just use his title company, right? uh yeah i we use his title company i mean it's a super i didn't know anything i didn't know title company i didn't know ordering title search i literally didn't know anything you know so i got it under contract and i was like okay i need to figure out what i uh what i need to do next so i, I asked him what do we do now what, you know and he said this title company i talked to the title company presented myself as a total noob you know because i didn't know what the heck i was doing um but there were, everybody was super patient, luckily, because of the great community that we have over here. And um, I mean, I figured that out too. And uh, we used his title company it's, and it's a great title company. So, yeah. Nice, man. Okay. I mean, um, I just want to see if there's any other details that we're leaving out, you know, for those. Okay. So 
for those of you, if you're driving for dollars, I don't know if Jonathan used the app called Deal Machine. Um, so here's the thing. I wanted to, um, I know what Deal Machine is. I tried it. I tried out the free trial, but it's 49 bucks a month. For me, yep. that's a lot of money. Yep. Um, and I was like, let me get a deal and then I'll get Deal Machine, you know, but I sure. need to see that I'm actually making money. So I used Landglide. I don't know if you know what Landglide is. Yep but it's 10 bucks a month and you can pin the properties and then export, um, export what you pin and you can see what you pin. And it's, uh, and it gives you a link directly to the tax, um, to the tax website from the County. Nice. Uh, so you have a lot more information over there, but I used that 10 bucks a month, found all the properties pinned it like that. At first it was pen and paper. And then I found that at 10 bucks a month, um, because I was trying to be as lean as possible and not spend a lot of money to get of uh, the first deal. Of course. So that's what I did. Nice, man. So for those of you who's watching or listening, so you got two options. So you can go with Jonathan. He's Langlai. Okay. And uh, for us, we use Deal Machine. That's um, what I'm moving on. That's what yeah. I'm moving on now. Since, so, yeah. so, so, so obviously you get what you pay for. When you get onto Deal Machines, there's a little bit more details. There's, yes, there's stuff in 100%. there. 100%. It also keeps tracks of where you have gone to, you know, when you're driving for dollars. It will keep track of all the neighborhood, all the areas. So that way you're not going through the same one over and over again. Um, you know, obviously one push of a button, you get all the information and all that. So if you just want to, you know, try it out, just like Jonathan, you can go through the, the, the free trial. I have people that gone through the free trial with them, dude, got a deal. And then they just, you know, disconnect once they close the deal, then they jump back on. Um, so you can, exactly. I'll leave the link. It's below. 100%. Yes. It's 100% worth it. That deal machine thing. Cause I've looked through it. It's 100%, 100% worth it. Yeah, and man. so we're moving on. Uh, but you know, it's just, I had to do what I had I to understand. do to get that first deal. So no, 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 dude, I, I understand if I were you, I would have done the exact same thing. So for those of you who wants to check out deal machines, use my promo code. Um, I'll put the link with my promo code WTM, check them out. Um, you get a 14 days free trial and a $40 credit to, to try it out. If you don't like it, you can disconnect and you can try it out link light or whatever it is and see which one you like better. But so you found the buyer, close on it. Obviously, the title company does all the work um, to close on it, and that's how you get paid, right? Yep. So, Jonathan, how do people, man, how do people follow you, man? Uh, on I'm on Instagram. That's where I'm active on, and I post um, I'm on my stories, share tips or things like that. But it's my name, Jonathan Avram, but with two M's at the end. So Jonathan Avram. So, yeah. You, you got it. And then I'll make sure I'll put your link right below in the description as well for those of you who want to reach out network and um you know uh ask questions and jonathan for those that are starting out man what are some tips some takeaway you know some, some pro like things that you learn or, or throughout this whole entire process that you can uh share with the audience man okay so first off nothing is easy in life no matter what you try to do nothing is easy so embrace it and start liking things that are hard, start liking challenges. Uh, after that, if wholesaling is the first thing you're trying, um, it 100% works and it, it'll it continue working for anyone and everyone. It's just a matter of before starting any type of entrepreneur or business thing, uh, work on your mindset. Mindset mm. is crucial. I, people say this over and over and over again, but you have to go through certain phases of failing in order to get to a certain amount of success. And it may cost you, you might spend 
get anything back. I spent a lot of money and I didn't get anything back, different things. But you have to spend to make, but just fail forward. And as long as you learn something through every one of those failures, you'll get to where you want to get. Because success, to get to success, it's a matter of just repeating certain actions over and over again. So go back, study what everybody else get, did to get to where you want to be. If you do that and you actually do it and break your back and have to do it, you will get there sooner or later, 100%. So. Boom! Man, Jonathan, I, dude, I, have to, bro, I have so much respect for you, bro. Cause let me tell you why. When I was 18, dude, I didn't, I, when I was 18, man, I didn't know how to say whatever you just said, because you basically build your mindset, right? So when I was 18, dude, I, I couldn't say what you just said, because what you just said, bro, boom. So, you know, so now let me ask you this, um, Jonathan, let's go back to the Amazon. I got a couple of questions for you. Cause you, you try to, you try multiple things. Why? Because obviously I know Amazon and all that. I know some people, you know, there's people making a boatload of money from that. Just like wholesaling. People that made it, yep. people that didn't make it. My question to you is why didn't other, other stuff works, but wholesaling works for you, man? So at first when I was trying, um, what I was trying, I got to admit, I was a little, I was a little bit or not a little bit. I was a lot of money desperate. So I was money desperate. And honestly, the reason why I do what I do is because of the money. And it would be a lie if I wouldn't say that. Um, we all want to get that money, right? So we, we got to do what that. we got to do. Yeah. But when you're desperate money and everything you're looking to is just money, it's not going to work the same way when you're actually trying to solve a real problem mm. and you will go down to earth to actually solve that problem. I saw that that works. That works a lot. And even even after that, it's a matter of surrounding yourself with the right people. Because if you want to be super good in dropshipping or whatever the case might be, Amazon or wholesaling, you can't be hanging out with the same people over and over again. And I'm not saying your friends are bad. Spend time with friends and have a social life. But you need to take some time and go around people who are successful already and sponge in all of that information. If you surround yourself with that, you'll be exactly like them. So um, that's what it that's what I was saying, you know, it's all in the mind. Nice, man. So, uh, so for those of you who don't know, um, and, and you might not know this, uh, Jonathan. So my wife and I uh, actually not me, but the wife, she actually tried out Amazon and she lost, she lost a lot of money in Amazon. So for those of you who's looking to Amazon, let me give you one thing. Okay. And let me tell you why she stopped doing the Amazon thing. Not just because she lost money, but she realized that, Hey, I'm building my business on someone else's land. And when I say this, only people in the Amazon world can, can relate to this. What Amazon do is once your product sells really good, what they do is they buy the buy box. They do, they go and they, they create the same products, but now they're competing. You're competing directly with Amazon. They, buy, they can buy more obviously, right? And they're gonna sell a lot cheaper. They buy the buy box. You gotta pay a lot for PPC to get into that buy box. So you're, your marketing costs actually eat up on a good chunk of uh, 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 of your profit. And profit, if you don't know, yeah. if you're not good at PPC and, and, and search engine and how to run all this, I'm telling you, man, it will eat up. And a lot of times you see people show the numbers, but in real life, the number that they show you is actually not the real numbers. Because let me tell you why. So one day my wife and I go for work, right? We go for a walk every single day. This, this, is, this is when... 10 years ago, right? 
and she checked her phone. So this is what people, Amazon, this is what they do in the in the real world. They refresh it, right? They go and you refresh it because you see that there's a sales, right? And when exactly, we go yeah. for a walk, she she refresh it and then she keeps on refreshing it. And then they say a sale, sale, sale. She was like, oh my God, Kong, oh my God, I, I just made $190 or 200 bucks today. And then and then she's like, wow, Kong, make it, right? At the end, I think at the end of the month, she made, it shows that she made 30 some thousand. <gasps> Kong, and I did, I, I was, you know, so she wakes up, right? She's like, I understand now what people talk about making money while you sleep. She wakes up, the first thing she goes and check her phone, right? So it got really exciting. And then until the end of the month, she looks at her number. She started to calculate. You know how much she lost, dude? She lost 10 Gs. It shows 30,000, but she actually lost 10,000. All the cost of the, the profit and, uh, and all of that, man. Yeah. So a lot of you, yeah. so, so, so you guys got to make sure, be, 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 beware. And I seen yeah. a lot of people out there that are, that are, you know, selling all these things and, and stuff like that. I'm not saying all of them are fake or scammer. You just need to be aware, make sure that you verify. And uh, one more thing, man, I was watching TikTok, Jonathan, the other day. And this guy asked this, this young dude, I think he's in his 20. I think he's, he has a pretty big YouTube channel. So the guy asked him, so if you're a millionaire, why are you selling courses? And and the guy was struggling, dude. The guy was struggling trying to answer the question. Right, right when I hear that, dude, I mean, this is this is exactly what come out of my, my mouth. You tell me who doesn't want more money. You know, everybody I mean, dude, wants, everybody wants the, it. The thing is, dude, let's be real. So the guy's the guy's trying to say something that's like uh, something that's profound, like, oh, I'm trying to help people. This and that I love. You bitch. Let me tell you, dude. The real thing is, who doesn't want more money, bro, bro? You know what I mean? Yep. So what? I'm a millionaire. Yep. Yep. I want more yep. money. You want my exactly. knowledge? You either get it on my my social media or you pay for it. The choice is yep. yours, right? But yep. the guy was struggling because he was like, you know, I want to help people. I want this dude to me. It's like, you know, yeah, who doesn't I, want I more mean, money? Exactly. Um, the whole course selling thing, it's 100% a business, right? It wouldn't be functioning if it, if it wasn't yeah. a business. The, the government is a business. Everything is a business. And it all, it just, it depends. Everything is like trading currency, right? It's basically Correct. trading currency. Yep. So it depends on what side of the transaction you are. You're either making money or you're losing money, right? So it depends on how you position yourself. And this includes course selling. Just because you're spending money, um, of course, it's making that guy money. It's making you, it's making me, whoever the case might be, it's making money but you're getting something in return. You're getting a product in return. A lot of the people, they buy all these courses, they, but they don't even go, they don't actually go through with them. No matter how much people say, oh, I went through with it. You listen, you listen, you probably listened to it, but you didn't actually sit down and go through with it and bend yourself over it and break your back in two to actually do all the action steps, you know, not just listening, but the action steps, right? And if you do, you pay that money, that guy makes money. But if you do what he says, you're going to make money too, you know? So Dude, absolutely. But but here's but here's something that I got to, man, I, I started to see a lot of this on TikTok. So I really want to talk about this just a little bit more. And I know some of you watch this probably think it's, it's boring. You got to understand in life, you know, there's two things to get to what you want. You either pay with time or you pay with money. The choice is yours. It's all about perspective. You look at one person, they're selling that and you'll be like, hey, you know, it's, it's, it's like you either pay with time or you pay with money. If you don't want to buy it, that's all cool, man. 
you go and spend the time, watch the content, take action on it. There's people that have successfully closed deal without buying a course. There's people that watch all the content and couldn't, uh, you know, couldn't close, so they need to buy a course. Okay, but here's what it is for those of you who's in to your personal a personal brand space. And listen, if you wanted me to make a video talking about how you can scale up your, your personal brand, and I don't mind sharing it. Right now on, on my personal brand courses and, and all that, I'm making about 100 Gs a month, roughly about 100 Gs a month through affiliate marketing and all of that, okay? So if you want me to do a video talking about just personal brand and how you can grow and how you can actually win, comment below and I'll do a video just specifically for you guys that are in the personal brand world. I've seen so many people that jump into the personal brand and this is why they're losing, man. And I see so many of this on TikTok. They haven't built a following. They haven't built a brand for themselves and they start selling sheep. Dude, it makes me so, dude, it makes me mad. You've done one deal, two deal, three deals and they start selling, selling, selling. Dude, two, you're stepping over dollars for pennies. You won't yep, yep. trust me. If that's what you're going to do, you're only making a few bucks in a short period of time. You will not be able to last long. To last long, you got, dude, when I get on TikTok and social media now, man, there's so many talented people, man. So many talented people. That's why, you know, that's, you know, so when I got like 2 million followers, man, it's, it's just blown me away because I look at me and I look at other people. And I say, man, they have, there's people, they're, they're so talented, right? Yep. And, and for me to get to that, man, I obviously, you know, thank you to everyone for the love, for the support. But how you win the game in social media, in personal brand, is you cannot think short terms. You got to think long term. So when you're pitching a sale, when you only add 1,000 followers or 2,000 or 5,000 or 10,000 followers, and you're pitching sales all the time, you're playing the short term game. Trust me, you're not going to win long term. So to win long term and it open up so much more doors and so much more opportunities for those of you, you don't you don't see it because you're not in the personal brand world where you're not networking with personal brand guys that are making, you know, half a million a month, a million a month. So when you look at your sale, you're only making a couple thousand, you're making one or two thousand a month and you're pitching all the sales. That's what I mean by stepping over for dollars. The long-term game is how can I go scale this personal brand to half a million to a million a month is by giving, giving, giving. The more, exactly. the more you value you can give away for free without monetizing your audience too quick, that is how you win, baby. You yeah. see, so, 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 so that's how I'm able to now get my affiliate link, dude, right? Share, I'm basically just sharing with people, okay, this is the company that I use, all right? And it's working for me. I went through the trial, the air, I test. I lose money and testing with other company and now I'm sharing it with you. Okay. Yeah. So if I'm going to share with you, might as well make some money from it. And listen, if you use my, my affiliate link, you get a discount, all of that. Everybody wins. If you want to use it, great. If you don't want to use it, who cares? It doesn't matter. Yeah. It's, 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 it's up to you. But I'm saying the people that wins in the personal game is the one that gives away the most value and delay that the, the delay, the monetizations on their audience. Yeah. At the end of the day, it has to do with delaying instant gratification. You want to see that yes. money now. You're not willing to work for five years in order to see 10 times more money in five years. And if you don't mind, I'm going to be um, a little bit honest and even vulnerable, whatever you want to call it. Do it. Uh, because I was I was actually thinking uh, the past few days, you know, um, I did the deals that I did. Yep. And you you preach build personal brand, Gary Vee, Max Maxwell, they all, you yep. know, personal brand, personal brand. And I was thinking, but there's so many people doing it. Is it even worth it for me to start doing it? You know, uh, and I was, I was like, honestly, battling it with it in, in, inside of my mind. And 
in my mind, it was constantly you that was saying, it doesn't matter, get to it. It doesn't matter, it's not too late. It doesn't matter, it's never too late. Just start now with an actual video or do something, right? So first thing I said, you know what, I'll reach out to you. Um, I reached out to you and what I was thinking of doing, and I was like, maybe I'll get to talk to Kong about this. And look, our conversation led this way. But let me, I was thinking just ideas for myself, right? Let me start building a personal brand and not to sell anything. I just want to show people how I'm going to grow from these three deals to doing my goal, my, my, what I project, right? Cause this is my first month of revenue and I made 30 K in less than six months. I need to get to 50 K and passing six months. I need to get to hundred K in revenue just off of wholesaling. And I was thinking, would it be worth it to document that and not sell? Absolutely. I don't want to sell. I'm making money through wholesaling. I want people to see that it's possible. And I don't mind putting myself in all this free information out there because 99% of the people are not going to do anything with it. Yep. Um, and the 1% of the people that are going to do it, there are going to be up there with me. And we're probably going to be working together, right? Not against each other. So I was like battling in my mind, is it worth it for me to start and literally document this journey from three deals to, I don't know, 500 deals or something like that. And our conversation led this way. And I was just like, I said, I'll share it with you since I was like, I, actually thinking about this and it was something that I was like battling in my mind where do I start what do I do things like that you know so dude um Jonathan absolutely man so first off man I want to say thank you so much to Gary V so I started my YouTube channel about four years ago after I listened to Gary V that night dude at that night because at this time oh my god so if you haven't followed me on Instagram fall hit me up on IG go to Kong K-H-A-N-G dot like a period W-T-M but I man I um Okay, let's just talk for about for a few more minutes because I got some other stuff I got to get taken care of. But yeah, the, but the, but so the thing is, I post on Instagram. I made a post. Okay, when you get into the personal brand space, this is how you lose: desperate for money. If you're desperate for money, you're always going to pitch sales. You're always pitching sales because you're desperate. That's how you lose. You win in the personal game space is when you don't need it. Okay, it's when you don't need it. It's, it's, it's weird. It's just like bank. Bank don't loan to people that have mo that, that need money. They loan to people that already have the money. Okay. And so now let me, um, so four, four years ago, man, I heard Gary V said it at this time, dude, my wholesaling business, I was, I was generating maybe a hundred, 120 K plus or so, um, a month already. And I was only working two hours a day. And I said, you know what, what else, what is another thing that I can do to generate, uh, to generate another income? And then I heard mm -hmm. Gary V talk about personal brand. Dude, right at that night, it was like 10, 9 or 10 p.m. I heard it. Boom. The next day, dude, I just couldn't wake up to actually do it. But then I was like, who's going to listen to me? You know, I, I mean, there's so much other bigger guys out there that's do bigger deals. Yeah. You know, like who, who am I to, to, to start telling people, right, to, to what to do or whatever? I was like, screw it. I'm just going to listen to Gary V. Pick up my phone. Get my first video, dude. And then from that moment on, it's just one thing at a time. Mm -hmm. But anyways, um, long story short, man, if I start over, I would have start my personal brand, just like what you're doing. I would have document my journey. And if you guys see what I have to go through, I guarantee 99% of you guys would have to question yourself. Is entrepreneurship for me? 100%. Because what I have, what I have gone through Majority of people, I, I, I promise every one of you that's watching, 99% of you would not do what I did. Live in a little shed behind a mobile home park for five years. Put your budget on 50 bucks a month to spend so you can save as much money as you can to invest in yourself and into your business. Can you do that? 
No, some of you are living in a nice ass apartment right now. All right? Dude, if you have to move back to your mama and your papa, let your ego set aside, move back, live in a little basement, sleep in a couch, whatever you need to do just to save some extra money so you can invest in yourself or into your business. That five years from now or three years from now, you'll be in a better place. Okay, but a lot of you are not willing to give up the life that you are currently have because you know why it's such a habit. You have a bad habit. You are built up this luxury life, designer clothes, the brand name, the Nike, the easy, whatever that you, you're doing. It's hard to give that up and go back to living a life of, of, of poor or broke or whatever you call it. You see, in my thing, man, you can help, you can help a poor person, a poor, I'm sorry, you can help a broke person, but you can't help someone with a poor mindset. A poor 100%. mindset is forever. Yep. So yep. you see, broke is temporary. Poor is forever. Yep, yep, yep. So exactly. anyways, Jonathan, let's wrap this up, man. If I were you, dude, I would hit up, I would hit up TikTok hard. But let me give you a few tips on TikTok that I've seen a lot of people that are making mistakes. For you, dude, you're going to crush it. TikTok is all in the, you know, in the teens, the 19, the 20-year-old. If they can relate to you and see what you're doing, it's an inspiration for them. It's a motivation. You can crush it only if you know how to create content, bro. Too, too many people on TikTok right now, dude. TikTok is an underplayed platform. If you want to get exposure to your business, to your brand, that is where you, you should spend majority of your time. Not, not Instagram, not YouTube, but your end goal is to funnel, to get exposure, whereas there's least exactly. um, Makes uh, sense. competition, funnel them over because YouTube will be the ultimate game. YouTube will last longer than Facebook. Uh, I'm sorry, for Instagram or TikTok and all that. YouTube. But, but for you to grow organically on YouTube, it'll, it'll take you forever, man. But the thing is, when you go on YouTube, dude, what you want to do is it's not so much about putting out educational content. It sounds weird. You're in the educational space, but don't be boring by putting out education. But what you want to do is you want to, you want to have authority. So you want to, you want, so you say, hey, you have a six pack? Well, show me your six pack. Some people say it's a flex. Some people say it's a show off, but you need to get authority in that space. Why should I listen to you when you're only 18? What have you done? What have you accomplished? So you need to get authority. So you need to do, you need to follow the trend put out a lot of content to own the authority of that space. Here's, here's the deal that I did. Here's how long it took me. Here's how much money I made. And then tell the stories and then share your journey and then blend in with content by giving actual value. Okay. Yep, yep, yep. Anyways, bro, that's all the time that we have. I hope those of you- I really appreciate it. Absolutely. Those of you who's watching, I hope you get a lot of value out of this. Uh, hopefully it's not too boring for you. Um, be sure to boom, smash that th uh, thumbs up for me, new to the channel. Welcome to the whole set to million family. Be sure to smash the subscribe button, turn on the bell notification. I leave all the link to Jonathan's and everything we talk about right in the description until next time you guys take care. Ciao. Bye bro. Thanks you. Yep.